Good Friday to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Glad that you are here. It's March 1, the first day of the third month of the 2024th year of the reign of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a good day. It's a great day. Who made this day? The Lord Jesus made this day. We are to rejoice and be glad. And are you joyful today? Hey, Lewis. Good morning, Warren. Get back to work, will you? Hey, Mike. Hey, Carinza. Is that I? Is that how I'm supposed to say that? I apologize. Are you joyful today? Remember, we talked about a, a few weeks ago. The way to walk in joy is to start counting the blessings the Lord Jesus heaps upon us. Have you done any of that? Look back at yesterday, or maybe even so far today. Do you have health? Good health? Do you have family, friends? Do you have a job? Do you have a a warm place to be when it gets cold? Do you have transportation needs taken care of? You have some clothes to wear. You have some good food. Don't just have to eat crackers and pickles all the time. Life is good. The Lord Jesus is so good to us. We have to pause and just consider how many wonderful things he has given us just today and this week. And so far in 2024. And receive all these blessings as gifts from our King who loves us and cares for us. You do that enough. You give him thanks, naming out loud the blessings upon blessings upon blessings that he has poured on you. It's really hard to go through the day grumbling and complaining and sour and dour and bringing other people down when you see all around you what the Lord has done for you. It makes you want to sing, makes you want to celebrate life and be filled with joy. So are you doing that? Have you been doing that in January and February? We are to be joyful people and we're to be productive people. That's what I want to revisit today. We've talked about this uh, on Fridays quite a while. It's, it's again, it's a new month. So as you look back at the first two months of this year, would you say you've been more of a producer or a consumer? Be honest with yourself. Do you produce, can you look back and say, here is something that wasn't around before that I produced, that I made. I've done something with my time in this world in the last two months. Or do you look back and say, well, I've consumed a lot of content. I've watched a lot of live streams. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I've read a lot of books. I've consumed a lot of social media. I've taken in, taken in, taken in. I've read a lot of theology books, all this But have you actually contributed something and made something and produced 
something. Remember, God put Adam in the garden. He said, cultivate it. That's another way of describing produce something. He gave Adam a head start. Those apple trees have apples on them. But then you are to learn how plants work and figure out how to make more, cultivate, make it prosperous, make it fruitful. And that is what we are to do as human beings in this world God has made. So can you name something? Uh, Sunday Life says both. Mike Heath says research and development. With a particular goal in mind, I, I assume you could look back and say, yeah, I've done research in this area that's working toward this end, which is the kind of thing we are supposed to be about. All right, we're going to come back to that question in a minute. But let me, uh, let me go back to some of the basics that we talked about weeks and weeks ago at the beginning of the year. Remember, we talked about ruling ourselves. If we are to rule and subdue this earth, which we are, Genesis 1, I think it starts with ruling ourselves. And we talked about things like nutrition. Are you intentional about what food, what energy you put in your body? Have you done anything with that in the first two months of this year? Uh, so for me, I have been diligent to increase protein and uh, be pretty careful about sweets and carbohydrates. For me, I just don't process carbohydrates that well. I don't need a lot of carbohydrates. And I've found that when I eat a lot, uh, my sleep is impaired and, uh, and I just don't feel as well the next day. I've done a lot of AB testing for my own body and I need high protein uh, fat doesn't bother me, high fat, uh, especially healthy fats, but the high carbs do. So I, I've been limiting to that, limiting that. And uh, by and large, I feel great. And that leads to the second thing of putting on some muscle. Are you working out? Are you lifting some weights? Uh, I am two days on, two days off. I've realized at my age, I need, uh, I need a little more recovery time than I used to. So I do an upper or lower body split, and then I take two days of rest. And usually get out for walks uh, most days, especially when the weather's nice and that kind of thing. Uh, sleep. I've been really seeking sleep. I've been uh, take, test driving uh, melatonin. People have told me over the years that melatonin would help. I've been testing that a little bit and testing dosages. And uh, it seems to have an impact. Anyway, you know, this body is the only vehicle we have to interact with this world. And we need to take care of it. So it's March 1st. You're two years into this year or two months into this year. How goes your care and protection of this tool that we have, the body, uh, regarding as, as far as it's possible within you, keep it healthy? How you doing? Would, uh, do you give attention to it? It'll, it'll, it'll matter. It'll help you be more productive. All right, so let's get back to that. Uh, I asked the question, have you been more of a consumer or a producer? And I don't ask you that to condemn you, judge you, make you feel bad. But if you have been mostly consuming, can I lovingly urge you to focus and march on producing something? We are to produce. We are to take charge of this earth and contribute to this world. There is so much, not only just entertainment. I mean, obviously we have... Uh, too much. We have, we have too many options as far as entertainment. And yeah, we should avoid a lot of that. But 
there's also things like uh, theology. For a lot of Christians, we love to consume theology. I, I, I've noticed that uh, my following, my, my viewership uh, on the live streams and things uh, fluctuate depending on the topic. And things like the series that I'm doing now, Mon- uh, Monday to Thursday on the New Covenant Theology, get a lot more people and a lot more commenting. And we, we love to talk about theology. And we love to talk about systematic theology, biblical theology, all these things. And if we're not careful, we will be consumed with consuming intellectual academic stuff rather than living the life that God wants us to live and pursuing productivity and that sort of thing. Let me let me illustrate this a different way. We were just talking about this last night as the guys gathered uh, and the gals gathered from our home fellowship. Think back to the early church. So Paul goes into Philippi and preaches the gospel, or Ephesus preaches the gospel, and uh, he converts some people. Then he goes on from there. What books did he tell them to read? How much Bible study could they do in Ephesus, for instance? They didn't have theology books. They didn't have the New Testament scriptures, and most of them had very little access to the Old Testament. So they weren't spending their time in these intellectual pursuits. And when you look at the letter, for instance, that Paul wrote to the Ephesians later, he is reminding them of the blessings of God in Christ and what is true, who they are in Christ. But he's got a view, a goal in mind because the Judaizers had come in and, and tried to you know, persuade them. And he's saying, no, God is taken from the Jews and the Gentiles, making this one new man, building this spiritual temple, this temple by the Holy Spirit and so on. And then he spends uh, the, the second half of the letter urging them to be righteous. Or think about what Paul told Titus to tell the older women to do with the younger women. He didn't say have a weekly Bible study with the younger women. He said, tell the older women to teach the younger women, submit to your husbands, love your children, be temperate, be sensible, don't be addicted to wine, be pure. We tend today, it seems, to spend so much time in academic programs that are designed to consume books, studies, Bible studies, and so on, with far less emphasis on actually being what we are commanded to be and doing what we're commanded to do. And living this life the way the Lord Jesus tells us to live it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So my question is, are you producing anything? Now, 
so I, that that's to illustrate one aspect of this. Uh, today, I'm not really focusing on the character, the purity, and the and all that, which you know is important. But we are also to be using our time to build something, to rule and subdue this earth, to take charge of this world that is the inheritance of the Lord Jesus. So, as you head into March. Do you have a goal? Do you have a plan? Do you, do you, can you look back and see that you've produced something in the first two months? And do you have a plan to produce this month? If not, maybe you should take some time and plot that out. So I was looking back and thinking, okay, uh, what have I produced? I have produced, this is going to sound weird. I've produced a son <laughs> who, who got married in January. Now, I don't mean to take full credit for everything there, but, and this will get into a key element of all of this, plodding. Do you, are you familiar with the concept of plodding? Uh, Doug Wilson wrote a little book called Plodactivity, not productivity, PR, but Plodactivity, PL, Plodactivity. It's a great little book. I, I highly recommend it. And he just talks about the, the value, the benefit of plodding along. Do you know what it means to plod? I think some of the synonyms are like trudging. You're you're slowly putting one foot in front of the other. You know, think about hiking a mountain and you're just slogging along one step, two, step, three, step, four kind of thing. And it's hard, at least it, it has this connotation of kind of hard, slow, heavy feet kind of thing. But if you do that for a couple of hours, you look back and you realize, I've come a long way. No one of those steps took you very far. But 5,000 of those steps, 10,000 of those steps, took you a pretty good distance. You realize how much you can get done in life by plodding. Now, you have to have a target. You have to say, okay, I am trying to get to the top of this mountain. And then slowly, one foot in front of the other, make your way up. And after a while, you look back and say, I've come a long way. And eventually, you get to the top. So, back to my uh, son. So, uh, you know, when my wife and I uh, had our children, we set out to raise them in the fear and admonition of the Lord Jesus and we spent a great deal of time, great deal of time and effort focusing on them. And day after day after day, we had family breakfast, for instance, because uh, my schedule was such then that uh, I was busy most evenings, and so I just decided uh, to uh, make our family time in the morning, which was great because you know everyone was fresh and awake and and uh, in a good mood, as opposed to maybe a little cranky in the evening. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, we were diligent to gather around the kitchen table every morning, and uh, I would teach them things, whether it's from the scripture or other things, and uh, and we had great family time. And then, you know, I would go on to work, and my wife would homeschool them. And day after day after day, we just one foot in front of the other taught them what they needed to learn in a, a variety of subjects. Uh, I taught my son music. I taught, well, I taught all three of them music. Uh, but you know, uh, you know Gabe's music, uh, his album he's put out into singles and so on. Well, how did Gabe learn the guitar? One little thing at a time. 
right? We just plot it along, plot along. Here's how to form this chord. Here's how to form this chord and so on. And then he's 15, 16, he's, he's got it down, he's writing songs, and we start to produce an album. And it's piece after piece, just, just lay down the guitar track, lay down the bass track, and do it again and again. You know, not even just the whole track, but a por- portion of it here and a portion of it there. But eventually, down the road, many steps, we have an album. So I look at my son getting married and say, I was preparing him and teaching him and training him uh, day after day, week after week, year after year to be a husband. And then he got married and he's a husband. Chalab Elohim says, it's Friday still just for the guys. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You're welcome to be here. This is true for you too. You've got things to pursue. You've got productivity to uh, pursue and plotting is a good way to do it. So nope. It's not uh, for guys anymore. Uh, my daughter, I told you that earlier this week, we sent her and her uh, husband, my son-in-law, uh, to the Middle East. And same kind of thing. Like All those years of slow uh, plotting, teaching, training, equipping her to become a wife, and teaching them the scripture, and they determined the Lord wanted them to go overseas. And so they went. Now, again, I... I don't mean to, this is their life, they're doing this, so I don't mean to uh, to say it's all my doing, but my wife and I had a role to play in training them up, which is productive, and we did it plodding along. Uh, I look back and I've got two months of live streams, right? So from a from a man, if we, if we set aside the, you know, the cross-to-ground ministries and what we're trying to do here and, and all that, but just as a man trying to be productive, I have diligently, Monday through Friday, morning after morning after morning, taught through these live streams. And I've been doing it now for over two years. And I have a catalog, I'm, I'm growing a catalog of video series, live stream series, that people continue to watch. I get comments on them all the time and, and I see the numbers going up as people go back and look at this series or that series and new people come and join that. For, as a man, that's that's a product, so to speak. That's that's something I've produced that is there, and continuing to teach people. The Roman series that we finished recently, you know, how many weeks and months did that take? A long time, and it started with Romans one one, or just the overview, right? And then slowly plodding along, making our way through it until we were done. Now I have a live stream series on Romans. How about you? What are you plodding along and producing? Do you have something? Maybe it's you know garden or a car that you're um, uh, fixing up or whatever. We have a a, a woman in our uh, fellowship who does uh, knitting, and uh, in the afternoons on Sundays when we're playing games, doing some other stuff, she's often knitting and. You know what happens? She starts off with some some yarn or thread or whatever and her little needles and some weeks later she's got a sweater or a hat or, or, or that kind of thing. Just slowly plodding along. She produces something. What are you producing? What's going to exist in a month or two or three that doesn't currently exist 
but it will because you set out to get this done, to make it. You should be producing something. That's, that's part of the ruling and subduing this earth that we are charged with. And you can do it with other people too. That's great. But it's, it's what we're to be as human beings. If you spend most of your time consuming, I urge you to rethink that. And look at how much time you're taking in as opposed to giving out. But when I say that, I don't simply mean giving to others. I mean actually getting something accomplished that you can look back and say, yeah, I did that. Again, think about Adam being put in a garden, right? Here's this huge garden. I've given you a little piece. Now you go and learn how animals reproduce and, and make them reproduce more. You learn how to garden and make this garden thrive. Well, that's what we're to be doing all the time. Uh, my son recently finished our back patio. He started in the fall. We had uh, one concrete slab that came when we built the house and uh, we decided we wanted to make it bigger because we have so many uh, people here on Sundays now in our fellowship and it gets warm in the summer and uh, we want to have a place for people to kind of sprawl out and eat lunch and, and had an out back. So he's like, well, I can do that. So we bought the rock, the bricks, the pavers, and he just slowly started after he designed it, laying out the the pavers and lining them up where they're supposed to be and so on. And we got bad weather and got cold and, you know, he had to wait until days when it was warmer. And after many months, just plodding along just a couple weeks ago, he finished it. It's done. It's great. We've been able to hang out back there. As a man, as a human being, that's part of what he is here to do. So what do you think? Does this resonate with you? Do you are you working towards something? Child of Elohim, what are you working on? I know you spend a lot of time learning theology, and I you've talked about uh, in other settings. You know some of the uh, the the use you're putting that to as far as some of the folks you used to hang out with. But what else in life? What else? Are you, what are you building? What are you? What are you producing? Uh, Matt Sentence, I'm here live. Good, uh, glad you're here. Of course, I know you. You love to talk about New Covenant theology. Uh, sorry, you couldn't make it for one of those days. But what are you producing? What have you produced recently? What are you working toward? What are you accomplishing? That doesn't have to do simply with consuming the Bible or theology. You know, even saying that sounds almost heretical these days. Like, shouldn't we want to spend every single moment we have studying God's word and know we, We've equated knowing God with reading theology. And frankly, most of the time people read, they're not reading the Bible, they're reading the words of men about the Bible. I don't think knowing God is as attached to the abstract intellectual pursuit as is put forth in most circles. Child of Elimi says, yes, I'm learning, but I take care of my grandbaby three days a week. I'm strength training and eating healthy. Excellent, excellent. And taking care of your grandbaby, right? You are pouring into that little one. 
and helping produce a human being who will understand how the world works. You have a, a great product there, if you will. <laughs> she says, we'll start gardening outside when our snow is gone, along with camping, hiking, fishing, etc." Yeah, those are all good things. And that's life. And that's living in this kingdom that the Lord Jesus is reigning over. The world needs us. I've, uh, I'll, I'll finish up with this. Uh, I've been reading, uh, I think I've shared this before, I've been reading the, uh, the biography of Elon Musk that uh, Walter Isaacson wrote. And one thing that is so clear is this man is consumed with producing. <laughs> he, is, he is consumed with being productive and using his time to help humanity thrive. And uh, from Tesla to SpaceX, uh, the Boring Company, on and on and on, X, Twitter X, uh, he is using his time to make things. And I think, you know, Christians ought to be more like that. Now, we're not all going, most of us are not going to be Elon Musk. Maybe we don't have the capacity, or maybe more of us do have the capacity. We just haven't been encouraged to use it. Because this pessimistic view that, uh, you know, Jesus is coming back any minute, the world's getting worse and worse, and we're to to worry about gardening and fishing and producing is just polishing uh, brass on a sinking ship, that, that nonsense how much productivity are Christians failing to participate in and how much benefit to the world are we failing to give because of bad theology? And you take someone like Elon Musk who says, hey, here are problems I see. I want to fix them. I think Christians need to have that attitude. I think we have an opportunity to make a big difference in this world. Again, Maybe your job is not to uh, uh, build a, a electric vehicle company, that kind of thing, but do something. <laughs> Mike says, I planted a tree last year like Luther. Indeed, indeed, and that's significant. Matt says, just joined, uh, but so true, absolutely produce, also serve, bear one another's burdens, and thus fulfill the law of Christ. Yeah, it's those things that we spend the most time on. But that's even those burdens to be bearing are in the context of living life the way the Lord calls us to. So anyway, those are my thoughts for the day. Thanks for joining me this week. Uh, I pray that you will rejoice in the Lord's goodness and be productive and set some goals for uh, March. And we'll come back Monday morning and keep working our way through New Covenant Theology. Have a great day, grace, and peace to all of you.